Welcome to the Part-Time Money Podcast. My name is Philip Taylor with ptmoney.com. Uh, I have with me today Mr. Lawan Stockstill Diggs. He's the author of The Craigslist Hustle and the founder of www.mrcraigslisthustle.com. I'm really looking forward to talking with him today because he's found a unique, special way here to make some money off of Craigslist with his spare time. He's a full-time realtor, and he does this on the side. Uh, helps to bring in some extra income for his family. So, Lawan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So what made you want to get started uh, making some part-time money, and uh, I guess how did you, you get going with this particular method? Well, the main thing, uh, back in 2006, I was laid off uh, from my employee at the time, and so I wasn't really looking to make any extra or part-time money. I was looking to survive, and uh, so I picked up a few extra jobs with my brother, who was a mover, uh, just providing moving help, and he would give me free items. And uh, this one particular case, he offered me a washer and a dryer, and I really didn't have a need for it, but he told me, hey, if you sell it, you can keep the money. So I said, okay. And I had heard about Craigslist but never used it at the time, and I had already been burned on eBay uh, some months back. And so I said, I'm never going to sell anything on the Internet again. Well, in this case, I put the, the dryer on Craigslist, and it sold within an hour for $75. And from that point, I said, hey, <laughs> I got something here. And so Craigslist from that point on, it has been just a – a lifesaver has been a great source of extra part-time income uh, from times when I was unemployed to even now that I'm a realtor. Because when I became a realtor, I said, oh, I don't need Craigslist anymore. I'm a realtor. I've arrived. Well, of course, you know how the housing market slump took a few years back. Craigslist was there just like it was back in 2006 for me. Yeah, awesome. That's an awesome story. So this has uh, been a six, not only a success in terms of finding something that works, but something that's really been beneficial for you and your family. Yes. Um, so, so let's, let's back up a bit and, and maybe share with us, um, you know, during that, during that phase you were going, you went and got your realtor license, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, and, and, uh, like you said, so, so during that first, I guess, initial phase before you got your realtor's license, while you were just unemployed, right. how many, how many times a week were you doing this sort of thing after you figured out that, or after you sold that first dryer for 75 bucks? I was doing it every day. Uh, okay. for about, about four to six hours is all that it took. And uh, with me, I found my niche was in washers and dryers, uh, because I realized everybody needed a washer and dryer. And mm -hmm. so I was always able to get my hands on a set, uh, every day. And it brought in a great income. So getting the set, was that involved that involved your brother in law? Did you say your brother in law? My brother, the the first one it did. Okay. But from that point on, what I uh, decided to do was I would ask him if he had extra sets and he never did. And so I decided to look on Craigslist to see if anybody was giving away sets or selling sets. And so uh, I found out people were in the need uh were needing to I sell their old sets because they was upgrading to the new front loader sets or mm -hmm. somebody was moving in a hurry, needed to sell the set, and I got it for a good price. And I learned how to how to work it from that point on. Okay. So so after that initial one where you really got this the you got a hundred percent profit off the deal. Yes. Uh, you had to really quick learn how to uh leverage, become a become a really good buyer and then a really good seller on Craigslist. So it was Craigslist the only outlet you used? That was the only outlet that I used. Uh, as far as trying to advertise in the newspaper, it took too many days for uh, you know it to hit the actual newspaper and things of that nature. And and so Craigslist was the only way. And I remember one time when my Craigslist Craigslist account got shut down because I was selling so many items, and I wasn't able to post anymore. 
And so it, I was like, I'm sitting on all these washers and dryers and different items, not able to post them. And so that's something I talk. That's something I talk about in my book as well. How to how to avoid from having your account shut down. Okay. And, uh, because I didn't have any anywhere else to sell it from that point on. And so yes, Craigslist was the only source. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So, so uh, you mentioned um, early on, sort of, uh, sort of looking for the Craig, the, the item, the washer and dryer on the Craigslist. So, so what makes what, what, in your opinion, when you were looking for those washer and dryers early on, or when you look for them today, what, what, in your opinion, it makes for a good buy? Usually, it's going to be your your sets that have like a white backing where you turn it on and off. Uh, you'll see the ones that have like the brown backing, and then you see the ones that have the white backing. That's usually going to be the one that I'm looking for with the white backing because it's a newer model. And also, I'm going to want to know the story behind the set. Why are you selling it? Because you you have a lot of people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing. And so I want to know, why are you selling it? A lot of people are moving. I'm upgrading uh, and, and this and that. And so once the, the story is also going to check out as well, Mm -hmm. Also, in my book, I have a uh, diagram that shows you how to go in and look at the serial number and actually check the manufacturer date because that makes a big difference as well. Okay. So, uh, name brand makes a difference, whether it's Maytag, Whirlpool, Kenmore, GE. And so the main thing is a white backing, a uh, good story for why you're selling it. And I don't care if it has scratches and things of that nature because I've over the years I've sold so many sets and bought so many sets. I've learned how to go in and clean them up. And, uh, and you know, just re relist them back on Craigslist. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, so it sounds to me like you're you, you can kind of sniff out or or tell a buyer who's uh, I don't this doesn't I don't want this to sound negative, but it's someone who's un, who's uneducated about what they're selling to a degree, or they're not savvy on what they're selling, or there's a reason they're having to sell it quickly, or, or they just don't want to spend the time to figure out maybe what the true price. Is right because theoretically you're buying this thing for a hundred bucks, but then you're going to sell, turn around, turn around, and sell them for three hundred fifty bucks to make this worthwhile. Correct, and uh, and at the same time, by me selling it for three hundred and fifty, that same set, if you was to went to an appliance store, you're going to pay six hundred for it. So right. not only am I giving the the seller what they're requesting, I'm also helping the buyer save money as well, and so it's a win-win situation for everybody. Right. So right. I, I never look into why they're selling it for that price. If it's a great price, I say, okay, you know, I, I go I go in for it. But I do want to know why you're selling it. And right. a lot of times people are just, you know, they are ignorant about it or they just don't want to deal with it. Their new set is coming. Uh, Walmart or Lowe's is about to deliver it in three hours, and they need to get the old set out of the house. And so that's really gone. Okay, so so early on you, you found these deals online, and then how would you go – would you go look at them before you buy it, or would you make the offer online in Craigslist? Um, and then talk to me about going to the place to pick it up and all that stuff. And that's why I started uh, making a mistake at because I would want to go and see every set <laughs> that I called about, and that gets old really fast because you waste a lot of gas money and things of that nature. So I learned how to actually not only look at the pictures, but ask key questions whenever I called about these washers and dryers, and I got the key questions in my book just about, you know, how old is it, why are you selling it, and the things of that nature. And so when I seen a really good deal, because you got to understand, like I said, not only are other people doing the same thing I am, but others are also looking for a good deal. And so at any given time, there's somebody looking on Craigslist for a washer and dryer, so you got to be moving really quick once it hits Craigslist. And so once I learned these key questions over time, I could 
pretty much tell if it was a good buy within the first five minutes. And okay. then I can, and I could be on my way to get it within the first 15 minutes because you got to be ready to move at any given time when it comes to furniture, washers and dryers, electronics and things of that nature on Craigslist. Okay. So would you, would you try to make an offer and say, here's my offer. Uh, I'll be by a certain time to pick it up kind of deal. And that way you could sort of group them that way you'd have maybe two or three in a row that you're going to pick up. Absolutely. And in my book, I have a section called negotiating and I just have negotiation tips and it talks about that. Uh, where you're on the phone and you ask them, hey, if I can come get it within the next hour, will you take such and such price for it? And I tell people, always do your negotiations over the phone so that you can know what to expect when you get there. A lot of, uh, I, there have been times I've been able to nego negotiate in person, but for the most part, people want the, the item out of their house, and so you tell them, I can be there within the hour. Will you knock off $50? Will you knock off 60 But one thing you got to understand, the sets that I go after, they are already priced at a price where I'm going to make profit off of them. So if they don't budge on the uh, on the uh, asking price, I'm still okay. Okay, awesome. So maybe before we go talk about the pickup and, and all that stuff, let's, let's back up a little bit. And I'm assuming uh, early on you were just sort of searching the, the current uh, Craigslist, um, uh, the current feed in terms of, yeah. you know, you go on Craigslist, search for washer and dryers, and then the top 20 or so you would search through to, to, to find your deals there. Right. But obviously you've probably got a system now where you maybe have some type of alert system that lets you know when something new is posted or, or maybe talk about how that's developed over, over the time. I guess my bottom line question is, you know, how do you find these good deals so quickly? And it's funny because I did an interview not too long ago and a gentleman was asking the same question about do I have some type of alert system? And he actually informed me that there's an app uh, on Mac as well as uh, with PC and Android phones that are refreshed Craigslist for you. But wow. I, started, I started so long ago before, you know, I even had a, a, a smartphone that I'm pretty much old school and I'm, I'm just, you know, just stuck in my ways. And so I just sit at the computer on my phone and every 10 minutes or so I'm just updating, updating, right. updating. But there are apps that you can actually install that are refreshed every two minutes, every five minutes. But it takes about about 12 to 15 minutes for the new postings to, to show up on Craigslist. And so that's what I'm doing about every 12 to 15 minutes whenever I'm working Craigslist. I'm just uh, refreshing, trying to see what else is on there. Gotcha. And so you're just searching for, uh, do you need to do any kind of special search or is it just washer dryer for your local area there? I do I do all, uh, I go to the appliance section uh, because sometimes they uh, Craigslist updates it differently. Like it may, the washer and dryer that someone posts may show up under the appliance section uh, before it shows up under the keyword because you can go in and type in the keyword washer and it'll pull up all the washers or dryers or posts that have that keyword in it. Well, it may take five minutes for it to show up under the keyword, but three minutes to show up under the actual appliance link. So I'm going back and forth uh, trying to see. And washers and dryers, that was uh, where I initially started out at and they make the most profit for me, but that allowed me to also hustle in other areas with furniture, cars. Right now I'm just on a on the car kick where I'm going to auctions uh, back and forth weekly, looking at different cars, purchasing them, cleaning them up, and just putting them back on Craigslist as well. And so my hustle is not only washers and dryers, but washers and dryers make the most money from what I found out. Yeah, yeah. And a washer and dryer can fit into the back of your truck, right? It did, man. In the back of my, uh, I, uh, I had a Chevy Trailblazer, <laughs> and I found out the hard way, but it was a good thing, but I could actually fit three uh, individual sets or units in the back of that truck, man, and I'm telling you, it paid for itself within the first month. 
Wow. When people see that, they say, why don't you buy a truck? Why I didn't need one? Because my SUV, let those seats down, slide those babies in there. And I got a YouTube video actually showing how I fit them in there. Because the, when I pull up, the first thing people ask is, where are you going to put them at? Yeah. I, say, I say, if I can fit them, will you give them to me free? And they always say no, but they absolutely fit back there. <laughs> always hustling. I like always it. Always hustling. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's great, man. Um, so, so yeah, that's interesting about about how you're finding the deals, and then how this is that sort of led you to some other opportunities as well. And I definitely want to talk to you about that. Um, like sticking with washer and dryers. So you, you go to the house. You've got your SUV there. Um, it sounds like you do even some more negotiation if you can. They're there at the last minute. Um, and can you get these things in your truck by yourself? I can. And see, that's what's so good about the SUV because it doesn't stand as high off the ground as a regular truck with the truck bed. And so I'm actually able to just bend at the knees and, and lift and slide it right on in the back. And so I had a, a buddy of mine who, who wanted to get in on the action as well. And so he actually went out and rented a truck and, uh, and I would send him leads. And he went out himself trying to pick up the washers and dryers. And it was an absolute headache because he couldn't lift them up high enough to get them on the truck bed. So with my SUV, it's just a simple bend and lift and it slides okay. right in, no problem. Okay. Um, one question I had was, uh, and I was, I was down in Houston last weekend with my mother-in-law when we were uh, moving her and we realized we were moving her from um, a gas drying situation to an electric dryer situation. So we had to get rid of the gas dryer pretty quickly. And uh, I just wonder, we listed it on Craigslist, and I don't know if she sold it yet, but um, I just wonder if there, would you look for individual item, individual washers or indoor dryers, or would you only look for sets? I try to look only for sets, but I do purchase only individual items, and what I do is actually hold those items or sit on them, and believe it or not, you can find the matching dryer or washer within the next, within a week or so. And I've done that to where you can actually find somebody selling the same dryer that goes to the washer that you already have in your garage and just sell them as a, as a pair. Ah, oh, that's slick. It works out, man. It absolutely does. So, uh, so when you, okay, so you, you'd buy, you'd buy sets. So say you loaded up three during the day, you brought them home. Um, you know, you've got your time and your gas expense there, but then you've also got sort of this waiting period to sell them. And then, uh, so where would you put all these washer and dryers when you when you had them, and how, and how I guess how many would you have at a time? I, I can put them in my garage, and usually what I do, I'll take one day to buy, and then one day to sell. Okay. And uh, because uh, washers and dryers, I rarely sit on a, uh, a set longer than two days. They usually sell within the first day, literally, because I, like I said, I've mastered the art of negotiating the price point, as well as knowing how much to sell them for. And so I, I put them in my garage. I've had as many as six sets in my garage at one time and uh, moved them all within a day and a half. And so uh, that's the good thing. I got a two-car garage that, of course, my cars don't ever get to see. But uh, but that's where I put them at. That's awesome. Um, okay, so you, you get them there at the house. Now talk about the, the selling process. So uh, would you do anything special in terms of the listing? Uh, because theoretically, this washer dryer just came off of Craigslist for for maybe a hundred bucks. Now you're going to list it back on there for three hundred fifty bucks, which seems absurd. But I, I you know I know you're adding a lot of value in terms of uh, presenting a better offer, 
uh, maybe marketing it in a different way. So maybe just talk to me about the actual selling process and how that works. And the selling process usually works, uh, like I said, I usually get the story of why the unit's being sold. Okay. So uh, take, for instance, somebody say they're moving and uh, they, they're selling the set and they're, and that's the reason they're, they're selling it. So I buy it from them. And when I go to post it back on Craigslist, the main thing that I put on there, uh, uh, individual moving, uh, that's why I said it's being sold. So when people call me, they ask, "Was did you own a set? No, I didn't own a set myself. I got it from an individual who's moving. And the main thing that I tell people is if it doesn't work the way that you think it should, bring it back to me. And so I always, because you know I'm doing business out of my house, I don't want to do bad business. And so that's what I tell everybody. And out of the I've had numerous amounts of sets that I've sold, I've only had like two units to ever come back to me. And the first thing I did was went on Craigslist, found a serviceman to fix them, put them right back on Craigslist. And so the main thing is the story that people tell me, the reason they're selling them to me, is the same story that I give the uh, the person that I'm selling it to as well. Gotcha. I like that guarantee. And I, I've learned to do that with Craigslist as well with certain items that I'm selling. gives people a little more comfort and um, because you, Craigslist, you're handing over your money to someone and you kind of feel like, wow, I mean, that, that's the end of the transaction. But I like to give them a little more comfort. Say, hey, if it doesn't work out, you know, bring it back. And right. that's that's a good policy. And it sounds like it's paid off for you. It gives people more comfort and uh, allows them to feel confident in making the purchase, even at, the, uh, at that price, uh, which is Higher, although it's higher than you purchased it for, like you said, it's still much lower than they would go down to uh, Sears and pay for it. So, um, has has anyone ever uh, contacted you to say, "Hey, you shouldn't be doing this," or "This isn't uh, um, fair what you're doing," or "Right," or any, any conflicts of that nature? Not at all, and. Uh and uh, actually, I go online and I see other individuals. I've sold sets to individuals that are that's doing the same thing that I'm doing, and I've reached out to them saying, "Hey, you know, uh, because I've seen where they were just totally dishonest, where they tell you, hey, 'Hey, I've had this set for five years and and I've used it and this and that.' And so I've reached out to them, hey, you, you really don't have to lie. The set's gonna sell on its on its own. You don't have to, you know, make up stories about it. But other than that, no. And even with my YouTube videos." I go through and look at, you know, the thumbs up and thumbs down. Everybody, I, ha I have no thumbs down on my videos, and people are emailing me, telling me, you know, thank you for the information I'm sharing. And so for yeah. the most part, no, everybody's pretty open and acceptable to it. That's great. So um, how many would you do a week early on there back in 06 when you got laid off? I would do a minimum of about four a week, uh, trying to get as many as I could. Uh, so anywhere from four to about six or seven a week. Okay, uh, and like I said, with with with, with four, that, that that set me pretty comfortable. So, um, so with the potential markup of, uh, let's say, average, what was your average, I guess, uh, turnaround on, on the sales? I would usually buy a set for no more than about 150 and sell it at a minimum of 300, and so uh, easily I would would double my money, okay. and that's just minimum. Okay, so you're walking away with 600 bucks cash minimum a week. And minus your gas and time. Well, you can't minus your time, but minus your gas. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're making 500 bucks a week, maybe doing that at a minimum. Right. Um, and that's that's an awesome extra amount of cash to help your family. You know, while you're going through a bad situation there. So, were you able to kind of keep that up as you maybe took on uh, took on the realtor work? I was, and uh, with, because the realtor work with it being hit and miss, uh, especially during the times of the uh, the uh, mortgage crisis, 
one thing that I did was reached out to individuals who were selling the homes or, or other realtors asking, hey, if you know anybody that's, that has a washer and dryer, I'll come get it. And so that actually works out pretty good because a lot of realtors don't know what to do with these sets. They say my client has a set that they're just giving away. And then so word of mouth spread uh, through my boy's school and some other places. And so people are always asking, do I have a set or asking, do I want this particular set? You know, come get it. You can sell it. And so that's that's why I actually made my money uh, in between closings was with washers and dryers on uh, custom credit to this. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, and so then then you have the idea, I'm doing this, I'm having fun doing this. I want to sort of share these ideas with everyone else. Um, so when did you start, you know, the website and then talk about maybe uh, the choice to, to write the book or, or did the book come first or maybe just share with me how you sort of went from, you know, just someone doing these hustles to someone who wanted to share the concept of these hustles with the world. And, uh, and, and I, I never really wanted to share, but people were so amazed at how I would take, you know, go and purchase a washer and dryer at 8 o'clock in the morning and have it sold by 12 o'clock and got, three, you know, $150, $200, $300 profit. And they said, how do you do it? And, they, and then people would always tell me, you should write a book. Well, I didn't get into it to write a book. But the more and more I seen that my services were needed and that other people were going through some of the same things that I went through, I took it. I took a great look at it around about four, three and a half, four years into my hustle before I actually even started writing the book. So I would write like maybe a, a paragraph a night, a uh, chapter a week at the most. And then it took probably about six months before I actually got it all together, just a little 35-page ebook, six months, because my focus was on making money, helping my family. But I was still wanted, you know, write the book at the same time. So the book actually came first, and the website didn't come until uh, this year, 2013, with the okay. release of my new revision of the book, The Creative This Hustle. Gotcha. So when you released the ebook, how did you get it in people's hands up front? Uh, with the ebook, I just uh, went on Amazon. Amazon was, uh, uh, you know, starting out really big, really big with uh, ebook sales and things of that nature. Went on Google, just searched, you know, how to. Uh, format the ebook the right way and how to market the ebook and things of that nature. But for the most part, I just put it on uh, on Amazon, and from that point, uh, people would would I guess do uh, key searches and things of that nature because I wasn't marketing the book like I am now. Uh, back then, I wasn't, but people would find it, and I would get random emails, and that would encourage me even more. You know, get emails from Canada and different countries, and people asking tips and pointers, and so it just uh, allowed me to go back and. And refocus and, and market even more, but the, the main thing was Amazon uh, helped me out a lot in, in the initial stage. Yeah, this is this is when it's getting exciting, right? I mean, you're 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 touching people's lives that are countries away. I mean, that's a, that's really cool and uh, potentially making some money. Was did the book just start selling initially, or uh... initially it didn't sell like I like I wanted it to, and that's because I got out of it, got out of it what I put into it. But uh, and so like I said, the more emails I got, the more that I sat down and, and went and, and marketed the book more uh, during those earlier years. Years, but here recently, it's just you know, it just really ha has taken off, and so I'm just just super excited about it. That's good. So when you say taken off, can you share with us uh, how many sales maybe you're doing on a weekly basis with the book? On a weekly basis on uh, eBay. No, I'm sorry, not eBay. On Amazon, uh, I would say close to. 30 to average 30 to 50 okay. and, that's, and that's pretty good just for for the ebook alone uh, uh, I had a, a a marketing uh, opportunity about three weeks ago where I lowered the price 
and I did like 452 sales in like a, like a three-day period, and so that was real good for me. That's great. And it reached up to like number number two and on Amazon's entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial uh, books, and so I was excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah, so where did you learn to do all that? And just uh, growing up in Nashville, uh, everybody uh, wants to be a music artist, and so back in my earlier years, of course, I wanted to be a music artist, so I learned just the art of uh, making an album and marketing and promoting and things of that nature. And so I took the same mindset with uh, with the ebook and just did a lot of Google research, just a lot of research, just seeing how other authors became successful and just implementing some of the things they did and putting it into into my Amazon uh, yeah. book as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, it sounds like you have a special uh, story and a special uh – uh, you know, something of high value to to give to people at a low price. I think it's it's priced at what five ninety nine on Amazon. It is the twenty uh, thirteen edition is, and I believe my uh, older two thousand eleven version is uh, three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. So someone can spend uh, three ninety nine or five ninety nine, and then within a week, turn around and, and at least make a hundred bucks off of the deal. So uh, mm-hmm. with your knowledge and and your your kind of step up for them, that's awesome. Um, and congrats on the on the sales, and I hope that continues. And I imagine it will, especially as you as you do, like you said, more uh, more marketing outreach. Um, have, that you have the website now, and that you're uh, doing things like the promotion where you're getting in the bestseller list, things like that. I'm sure the ebook is going to continue to perform well for you because. Uh, and one thing I wanted to mention was that. Um, it's good that you. I think it's it's good that you shared, but I think you were safe to share your idea in that. You couldn't be everywhere. You couldn't sell. You couldn't do washers and dryers in Dallas. You know, uh, you can only do it in Nashville in that area right there. There's there's no way to really get beyond that area. So it was sort of safe to share this information because you knew, you know, someone in your backyard, in the likelihood of someone in your backyard kind of uh, taking on this and, and being a real strong competitor for you was probably pretty low. So. Right. And at the end of the day, it's hard work. Still, I mean, it's not like it's uh, it's not like it's it's easy. It's super easy money. It's legitimate way to make money, and it makes good money. Right. But uh, you know, you got to go. You got to learn how to sell and buy, and you got to go pick the thing up. You know? right. Especially so, when you're coming down three flights of stairs by yourself. <laughs> right. 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 So that that take, that takes a lot of people out of. Uh, <clears throat> out of the opportunity to do this anyway, but right. you know, I like the fact that it's honest work and uh, it's real, real money that guy like you or me could make on the side. Uh, you know, if something were to happen and we're laid off or, or a negative financial situation. So, yeah. um, so how has this changed things for you financially with your family? I, I know you're a realtor now, so you probably do a lot more of your income through that area, but maybe talked about how, this has kind of changed your life financially and where do you see this maybe going? Right. And even with me being a realtor, uh, it, it just became so addictive hustling on Craigslist that every opportunity I got, uh, whether it's at 12 o'clock at night or six o'clock in the morning, I'm on Craigslist always looking for a deal just because I know that's extra gas money. That's extra money for my boy's lunch, uh, extra money for my wife to get her hair and nails done. And so it, it, it actually helps out. Uh, like I said, in the interim of my, Homes closing usually takes about 30 to 45 days for the, the loan to close. And so I'm still needing to make money between, you know, that, that time period. And so it helps out a lot. Uh, keep the lights on, uh, food on the table, believe it or not. And so without Craigslist, I know it would be a, 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 a little bit more of a struggle as 
far as making extra income because going to pick up a part-time job I can make in one day what most people make in a week on a part-time job on hustling Craigslist. So it has helped tremendously. That's great. Um, one question I had was, have you ever uh, thought about expanding beyond Craigslist? Because I know there's a lot of Facebook groups out there now that do this sort of garage sale connection where they're always kind of buying and selling. So have you thought about getting involved in that and using that as kind of an additional outlet? Actually, I haven't, and uh, only because my main focus was just mainly just uh, taking care of my household. And a lot of people ask me, have you ever thought about opening a business and, you know, doing it out of a storefront? Uh and things of that nature, but I never have only because I, I just wanted to make, I, I wasn't looking to get rich. I was looking to survive at the time. And so even today, the main thing is just looking to, you know, keep extra income coming into the household. And my main focus now was actually just pushing the book uh, even more. And so, so I'm just excited about really pushing the book and just helping others start their hustle. And if they choose to do things of that nature, uh, then I'm all for it. But me, me personally, uh, not at all. Uh, so maybe talk about the you know balancing all this with family time and, and work as a realtor. How have you been able to do that? And and the main thing is just knowing everybody's schedule. I know my kids. Uh, we usually get up five forty-five in the morning, uh, get them on off to school, and so I got a little time between eight and twelve, and so that's when I'm usually on Craigslist. And then in the afternoons, I'm getting them you know to their school functions and things of that nature. So I'm back around 10 or 11 looking again and so it's just a matter of just me knowing my family schedule but it works out well and my wife the thing about her she absolutely supports it because she's seen that it's, it works uh i've come up with all kind of crazy ideas being married you know for 13 years and so a lot of stuff she look at me and say oh okay i don't think that's gonna work but with craigslist if i tell her hey i'm about to you know go and get a wash and dryer she absolutely knows there's money coming to the house and so she doesn't fight it at all and so it works. It works. It absolutely works. That's great. That's great. So, um, so tell me maybe about uh, before we wrap up. Talk okay. to me about maybe one of the things that are, um, you know, maybe some of the mistakes you made along the way, uh, and maybe that people could look out for if they're going to try to do this themselves. The main thing is, is uh, like I said, I made a lot of mistakes. Just wasted time, wasting gas money, going trying to see every washer and dryer or every couch that was on Craigslist. Uh, uh, the main thing I never go and see a, a washer and dryer or any item that doesn't have pictures, and that's why I made a lot of mistakes at starting out. People would just put washer and dryer, two years old, uh, must sell now, and so I got super excited. I'm like, yeah, hey, a two year old washer and dryer, I need to go and see it. By the time you get there, it's really a 20 year old set, dings, and it's not what they said it was, and so I wasted a lot of time doing that. And so in my book, I talk about that, how to ask key questions about items, how to get pictures up front how to tell if somebody's hiding anything from you before you purchase this item. And so that's the main thing is just, just being too, too anxious in the beginning and just going when I should have stayed. Right. Uh, what about any successes along the way? Any things that you feel like you, you did early on or, or along the way that, that really helped to uh, create success for you? Uh, the main thing is, is just uh, making, making honest and good business deals with people to where uh, these items never came back to bite me to where I wasn't losing money. And so, and that just took me, like I said, going and just uh, time and patience and going through trial and error as far as learning how to purchase certain items or certain washers and dryers to where I could maximize my profit to where it didn't come back on me. Because like I said, I tell people, if it doesn't work like you think it should, bring it back to me. And, uh, and I didn't want them to bring it back to me. And so, so I'm so thankful that they, you know, that it rarely happened. 
Yeah. All right, so uh, you mentioned early on in the interview about uh, getting into cars, mm -hmm. vehicles, sales. So maybe share with us kind of what's in, what do you see for yourself in the future, uh, if you're going to be using Craigslist differently or if you're going to be using eBay automobiles for that, or, you know, what <clears throat> kind of what, you're, what, you're, what you see in your future in terms of things you're going to be selling and buying on, on Craigslist. And uh, in my book, The Craigslist Hustle, I got a, uh, a website that I use called auctionzip.com where you're able to type in your zip code and you pretty much find any auction within a certain radius. And so with cars and being tax season, a lot of people are needing, you know, cars and they're getting their income tax money back. And so this is a great time to, to buy cars from whether auctions or on the side of the road. I go to church in a little country town. And so I'm always seeing cars up and down the main stretch. And uh, Craigslist, I, there's no need to put them on eBay. Just because the cars I'm getting, you know, just a couple of thousand dollars and, you know, making a couple of thousand in, in return, uh, people have that type of cash here locally where I'm at. Uh, thankfully, I'm in a pretty uh, big city, and so I'm able to actually use Craigslist for everything. I probably use Craigslist about 98% of the times, eBay, 2% on something that, that I just, I've just held on too long that I'm not able to sell, and I, put, I post it on eBay. Okay. Okay. So uh, do the auctions also have washer and dryers, or are they just car auctions? Uh, I, I visit a lot of auctions. A lot of them do have washers and dryers, but the thing with that, I, I rarely buy a set that I don't, I haven't seen in use. And so they can tell you that it's going to work in this and that, but by the time you get it home, it's, it's more of a headache uh, than you can imagine, and then you got to pay a repairman to come and fix it. So I look at the set, and I don't care how good it looks on the outside. I'm looking for something that I that I know has been tested and that that's working, whether it's a leather couch, TV, iPod, iPad, something of that nature. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, good luck on that, and good luck on the book. Uh, where can people find out more about you and, uh, and and read your book and things like that? Okay, you can go to my website, which is www.mrcraigslisthustle.com. That's mrcraigslisthustle.com. There you can see uh, different YouTube videos I got, as well as uh, I have a, the, the book is actually in paperback, uh, The Craigslist Hustle. And so I'm really excited about this. Like I said, I started out as a humble ebook not even uh, looking to get anything like this. And so with it in paperback, my whole family and church family is, is excited for me. Uh, Mr. Craigslist Hustle, you go to YouTube, just type in the Craigslist Hustle, you'll see my videos. And, of course, on Amazon, just type in the keyword Craigslist on Amazon Books, and uh, mine should be the first one uh, that pops up. Awesome. Awesome, Luan. Well, congrats, and thanks so much for being on with me and sharing this unique way to make some uh, part-time money. And best of luck to you in the future. Thank you very much.